Good morning and welcome to our service from uh, the Burnham Benefice this Sunday, the 5th of July, 4th Sunday after Trinity. Uh, this is the first Sunday now since lockdown when we have been able to hold a service in our church and this service therefore is coming from All Saints, Burnham Thorpe. We keep a short moment of quiet before our service begins and on this occasion because we are not having either organ or singing in church, there will be only very limited music for this podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven and to bring us to eternal life. Let us therefore confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolve to keep God's commandments and to live in love and in peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins, for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We say the Gloria together. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so the collect for the fourth Sunday after Trinity. O God, the protector of all who trust in you, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, increase and multiply upon us your mercy, that with you as our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal that we lose not our hold on things eternal. Grant this, Heavenly Father, for our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, who is alive and reigns with you 
in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading is from Zechariah chapter 9, verses 9 to 12. The coming ruler of God's people. Rejoice greatly, O daughter Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter Jerusalem. Lo, your king comes to you. Triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a coat, the foal of a donkey. He will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the war horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall command peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of my covenant with you, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to your stronghold, O prisoners of hope. Today I declare that I will restore to you double. This is the word of the Lord. The next reading is from Romans chapter 7, verses 5 to 25a. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now if I do what I do not want, I agree that the law is good, but in fact it is no longer that I do it but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me, that is, in in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inmost self, but I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with my mind I am a slave to the law of God, but with my flesh I am a slave to the law of sin. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Our Gospel is taken from Matthew chapter 11, beginning at verse 16. At that time, Jesus said, To what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another, We played the flute for you and you did not dance. We wailed and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, And they say, he has a demon. The son of man came, eating and drinking. And they say, look, 
a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There are many emotions in church this morning. For some it will be a joyful return. Others may be perturbed by the differences that we have had to introduce. Not a few will be anxious and some of you will be bringing the sadness of loss with you. During these lockdown weeks I have really enjoyed and taken advantage of the National Theatre streaming among whose notable productions were Twelfth Night, A Streetcar Named Desire, Frankenstein, and most recently Midsummer Night's Dream. Although they were called National Theatre Live, of course they were not, but were recordings made in earlier seasons. A given live theatre production is special, and each one unique created by the individual cast performance and by the audience, whose reactions to and with the play form a vital ingredient of the whole experience. It has been good, I might even say very good, to see these plays from my armchair, but it is not the same as being there. And so this is what I feel about today. The online services from the great cathedrals, and dare I say in one case from a kitchen, have not been the same as being here. There is an indefinable but nonetheless completely palpable sense of coming together, in sharing the liturgy, saying some of the words, feeling the presence of others, of being in the same space and intent on worshipping, confessing, taking communion, praying, giving thanks, receiving blessing, simply looking at one another and of being one body. This particular service will not happen again. And that mix of emotions that you have brought is part of what will make this a unique event. We shall never feel exactly the same again. So let us now keep a short quiet movement to feel the spirit and atmosphere of now. 
Our reading from Matthew's Gospel. Come to me all that are weary and carrying heavy burdens and I will give you rest. Is perfect for today. Somehow it always reminds me of walking up very steep, dry mountains in Yugoslavia as it was then. Carrying backpacks and then coming across the refreshing cooling streams that flow down to the beautiful blue lakes below. Which of us has not felt weary at some point? The aching tiredness brought on by the drudge of daily toil? Or perhaps an unwanted and unexpected burden? As ever, Jesus seems first to offer a paradoxical answer. Already burdened, he then says to us, we are to take his yoke upon us. The point is that in Jewish literature, the yoke was the total of obligations which, according to the teaching of the rabbis, must be taken on to follow the law. The yoke of the Torah would have been a well understood expression. And Jesus is saying, throw this off. Take on my teaching. Learn from me. Look, how easy are my simple commandments compared with the regulation and legislation of the Pharisees. Discard these ideas. Start afresh. Learn to love your neighbour as yourself and to believe in me. So here we are after more than a hundred days of closed churches. Here we are, welcomed back with those beautiful words. Slough off the burdens, the claustrophobia, the fatigue, the anxiety, the sadness, and listen to Jesus who says, Come to me, all of you, and you shall find rest for your soul. Amen. Let us now affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, True God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, on the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead 
and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your church throughout the world. Praying for those churches which have reopened their doors and those unable to. In our own nation, we think of the churches in Leicester, a particular church in Lincolnshire, and those elsewhere who are struggling. Help us to adapt to the strangeness of these times. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, even as some countries have come through the pandemic, and we think of New Zealand and Vietnam, we pray now for those whose cases are accelerating, including Brazil, the United States, and much of South America. Help these places find a pathway to control and to discover healthy ways. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, those of working age here in our communities, in our towns and our cities, are facing a challenge of unemployment, debt, struggle for housing, which many of us may remember from year past, and we know will bring hardship and disappointment and also stress to relationships. Lord, be with those agencies who are there to help. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father in heaven, let us remember all the charities, local and national, whose funding has dried up in recent weeks. Lord, the needs they serve are still there. Give us minds to support them in whatever way we can. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we bring to you those who we know who are ill, as well as remembering so many that we don't know who need your tender and your healing touch. In this place we remember Val, and we also remember Mason, praying for their recovery and for those who treat them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, among the many who have died recently, we bring to you those of this benefice. And we pray for the friends and families of Michael, of Bill, of Douglas and Pat. Lord, be with the families as they struggle through these times of grief. Walk with them. Help their memories to heal them. Keep them safe. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we do give you thanks for the gift of marriage. And as we look forward to the wedding of Tom and Lucy, which will take place in this church in a few weeks' time, we ask you, Lord, to walk with them and to help them in all their preparations. And uh, let this be a day of the celebration of their love for one another. Lord, in your mercy, 
hear our prayer. And now we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We come to our blessing. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.